Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to sit down with small cap executives about what's happening at their companies. With us today, I'm happy to have him back because he's always got news to talk about with us. Francis Dubay, CEO of Zen Graphene Solutions, trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol ZEN. Now, for those of you who are new to the story, Zen has discovered the largest and very rare ultra high purity graphite deposit in Northern Ontario. It's called the Albany Graphite Deposit. They've identified multiple applications in five different verticals, including aerospace, biomedical, water treatment, transportation, civil engineering, because they're determined to illustrate the commercial viability uh, of, the pro of this deposit. And more than just lip service, the company's just coming out with development after development after development. That's what we're here to talk about. Francis, welcome back to the show. Hey, George, thanks for having me back. Well, look, it's never, you know, usually when we have people back on, it's to discuss one, maybe two pieces of news, right? And you've had multiple pieces of news. So what I continue to be impressed about at Zen and before we get into the specifics and is the, the amount of, you know, development, you guys, corporate development, real corporate business development that you have going on there. How are you guys able to achieve that? And then we'll talk about the specifics, but, you know, how, how are you able to operate on so many fronts and move? so many of these fronts uh, forward with such material advancements. You know what, George, honestly, it's a, it's a team effort. There's a lot of people, it's not a one man show. There's a lot of great people on this team that are very passionate, dedicated, knowledgeable. And each of us is accomplishing what we need to do to move the company forward. So it makes it a lot easier to have significant corporate development when everybody's contributing to the company. And that's what we've got. We've got a small team, we're nimble, but everybody's contributing to the company moving forward here. Now, I gotta tell you something, you're getting more production per person out of there than 99% of small cap companies. Because in all fairness, a lot of companies have teams, they have people, obviously not one man shows, but whatever, you, whatever leadership you know, you're showing there, whatever you're feeding everybody, it's working because they're, really, you know, they're really pushing out some output. So let's go, into some specifics. Last time you're on was about two and a half months ago, and you got multiple, multiple stuff. Like, and I don't even know how to rank them all. So we're going to go through a few of them here just to talk about their significant stuff. But what I want to start with, what I really liked, was because commercial to me, commercialization is the highest on my priority list. So I might be biased, but you award a million dollar grant uh, towards your graphene infused, you know, concrete applications. What I really loved about that press release is that you stayed in there that you. Zen potentially could have applications into the Ontario market by 2020. Uh, so is, is that your primary commercialization application right now? You know what, George, that funding was very important to us. As you know, as a small cap, funding is always critical. Uh, that funding was very important, so it's permitting us to move that vertical forward a little faster than, than some of the others. Um, but some of the base work there that funding does actually is applicable to other 
verticals that we're working on. So it's a really key piece of funding for us. Uh, we were thrilled to uh, win that award and that, that funding. And uh, we look forward to uh, moving that vertical as quickly as we can. And uh, yes, we hope that 2020, uh, we can enter that market. Yeah, that, that's the part that's stunning to me. The, we're, in 20, we're halfway through 2019 right now. So you're essentially you know, six months, six to 18 months away from your first commercial application. And that's a big one, because Concrete Ontario, you know, that, that, that's a big one. Uh, you know, what will it take for you guys to actually hit that mark? Are you pretty confident that you'll get there by 2020, or there's still some big hurdles in front of you? There's still hurdles in front, in front of us. We're working with a dedicated group right now in front of us. We're starting to have a little bit of interaction with uh, end users in the space. Uh, but you know what? It's, it's a vertical that definitely has a lot of attraction for us at this time. I noticed one thing, so I'm going to do some sleuthing here. You didn't name the grantor. You know, typically, the grantors are government, uh, government agencies or you know, work think tanks, institutions, groups, special interest groups. You didn't name the grantor. Was there a reason for that? And, and can you name the grantor while we're here? Because I don't know who it is. We're not setting this up for some you know, big reveal. Are you allowed to discuss it? And if not, why weren't you able to disclose who the grantor was? It, uh, we were asked not to disclose the name, to be honest with you. So um, unfortunately, that's all I can say about it. All right. I'm going to ask one more thing. I'm going to keep digging because, uh, like I said, I've always got the, 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 the mindset of the investors who are watching this. I'm going to presume from all this that it's an industry, maybe even a specific big company that's really interested in the application and making the investment because, you know, you can increase strength by 40%, which significantly reduces their cost. Is it a big entity, a big, a big actual, you know, concrete company or a big construction company? Are you allowed to even say that? I'll have to take the no comment on that one, George. <laughs> okay. Hey, everybody home. I tried, but I love it. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give my two cents. I think it is an industry. I think it has to be an industry player. We'll find out soon. And I have no clue who it is. So anybody who thinks that, you know, maybe uh, Francis and I are playing cat and mouse. I don't know who it is, but that's what I'm thinking. If it is, that's fantastic. Let's go on to the next big thing that you, you put out. And it's again, staying within that production circle. You come, you, 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 you acquired the rights to a low cost, high yield graphene production process. Seems like a new way to do it. Um, you know, what do you think? What do you think in there? Because again, most companies you're in your situation, they still got to get their environmentals done and start mining. But it seems like you're putting all the dominoes in place well in advance, like a chess player. What's the significance of this one? You know what, George? For us, it's really about de-risking the process. We, you know, for me, I'm not a geologist. I look at the graphite in the ground. Uh, I like to call this process, what's, gonna, what's it gonna take to move dirt into dollars? And there's a few verticals here that we have to go through to get that process and show the path to, to financial viability. Uh, the first one we, we took over, the company didn't really have a uh, set uh, uh, metallurgical process for this graphite. So we really needed to answer that and that was our first pillar in this dirt to dollars market. And we answered that last summer to our shareholders. We had a, a, an update for that in February this year. We're very happy where that metallurgical process is. The second process is, as you say, we needed to have a process where we could convert the graphite into graphene. And that's where the big value comes in from a um, graphite graphene perspective. 
Uh, originally, the company had a PEA and was selling graphite uh, into the battery market at $7,500 a ton. Well, there's a Canada Corp genuity report now out of the UK that's finally giving out a really good report. This was back in March on the graphene space and what it's going to take to be able to move this graphene market. And they're talking about prices that are anywhere from 10 cents a gram to a dollar a gram based on uh, the specific markets. And they identified the markets, how much volume was in markets and all that. They actually had a target of $4.8 billion uh, for the graphene industry by 2030. So it's great to see the financial industry finally getting uh, in tune with what's happening in the graphene space. But when you look at those prices, 10 cents to a dollar a gram, it doesn't seem like much, but when you translate that to graphene, we're talking about $100,000 a ton to a million dollars a ton. Okay, good, because so, I want to ask you to equate that into per tonnage. You gotta be yeah. kidding me, is that even sustainable? I mean, that's a great number. We all wish you could sell for a million dollars a ton. Is that even sustainable? Again, what we're trying to do with graphene here, we're not inventing new industries. We are trying to come into industries that are established and enhance or improve what's going on right now. We've got to be able to do that in a cost-effective way. We are replacing something that's already in the market that may not work as well as it could with graphene. So we have to do it, we have to come in, we have to replace something that's there, we have to do it better and maybe even cheaper. And these prices are in line with that industrial adoption. So yes, I do think that these prices are you know, sustainable. Um, again, this is a crystal ball for 10 years down the road. Who knows down the road if it's going to be. But these are the prices that are, you know, not my prices. These are Canaccord Genuity out of UK that are using these prices. So they have some credibility to them. Yeah, you're not just picking these numbers out of the air, wishful thinking, so that you can tell when they're going to be rich. Uh, it's, it's backed up by actual research. So that's fantastic news. Let me ask you a question from a, a strategy point of view. It, it, it's almost like we're seeing a Gantt chart started to develop for, for Zen, where different things are happening at different times, so you can be ready at the end, you know, to to to, so, you know, to, to come to a conclusion of something. You're putting this piece in process now. When do you think, you know, when do you think you'll be ready to actually start utilizing uh, this production process? Because obviously, you're we're going to talk about environmental assessments for the deposit and so on and so forth. What does it look like? Because you're putting it, you're putting that chest piece in position right now to be ready for when. Well, again, if you remember, we did the bulk sample this winter. We've got 110 tons of material that's getting uh, that we're looking at right now. Uh, that'll produce about six tons of graphite. We've got to process that graphite into graphene, and this is the uh, initial uh, conversion method that we're looking at. We're looking at other methods as well. Uh, this is going to produce a, a graphite. There's also graphene oxide that we're looking at. So uh, this will be part of a, uh, you know, a multitude of processes that we're going to look at. We don't want to be a one-trick pony in the industry, but this gives us a, you know, a process that we can work with uh, that's going to produce a, a, a good graphene uh, for multiple industries. And then like a great novel or great movie that's always foreshadowing something going forward, then another great piece of news, which is, and I won't say great piece of news, sorry, I shouldn't say it that way, but a, you know, a foreshadowing piece of news, which is you've started the environmental assessment whose sole purpose is to support the development of, of, of the Albany uh, deposit. Uh, talk to us about that. Is that a long process? And, and uh, you know, again, what does is, what is the ETA look like to get to the point 
where it actually supports development? Great question, George. Again, when we took over, we needed to get comfort that this uh, deposit could be viable as a graphene uh, deposit. Uh, we had to make sure the metallurgy was fine. We had to make sure that we could enter, uh, at least feel comfortable that we could enter the graphene space with a product that was competitive on price, uh, that we think that there's markets out there that we could sell our products into. And we're getting to the point where we're comfortable enough with those things that we decided to launch the environmental assessment. As you know, the environmental assessment is kind of a clock to mining. You can't start the mining process until you've start, started the environmental assessment. Right, so but I brought it up. The good news for us is because graphite is an industrial metal or a mineral, it doesn't fall under the federal uh, guidelines for environmental assessment. The federal guidelines are three years. The provincial guidelines are two years. So the great news here for us is we only have to worry about it, the Ontario uh, environmental assessments and that is a two-year process and that's sort of our clock right now that we're starting to count down uh, so that we can look at mining so um, that's yeah. that's we're trying to move all the pieces together at the same time because I think this project uh, you know has been around for a long time I don't think our shareholders want to see us waste any more time so we're trying to move as many pieces as we can towards that uh, start date well that's why I use that analysis of the Gantt chart you know where, where smart companies do things uh, concurrently. You don't finish one thing, then start the next, as then you could take 10 years, right? And, and when I see moves like that, tell me if I'm reading into this too much. When I see moves like this, that you're starting the environmental assessment, you know, that, that incurs costs, time, energy, right? It's not, it's not just a piece of paper you're signing or something like that. That tells me that you're extremely confident in how the path the company is going, where you're saying, hey guys, Let's start the clock ticking on the environmental assessment because uh, we want to be ready in two years because we think we have enough going on to hit that mark. Am I reading too much into that? No, George, you're, you're, you're bang on. Again, if we do things sequentially, it's going to take forever before we can get to commercial production. Uh, we need to get moving on multiple aspects at the same time so that we can you know, uh, get the production as soon as we can. Now, Devil's advocate. Um, look, because look, we always have great interviews. We don't softball anything. I ask you tough questions, but you, you, it's almost easy with you because you guys are doing such great things. But the one elephant in the room is the fact that, I mean, you guys are doing outstanding things. I've had over 300 clients. I've looked at thousands of companies, and what what you guys are doing paints an amazing picture in my mind when I put things together. But the market doesn't seem to be reacting that way. It doesn't seem to be acting that way. In the last you know, a few weeks has been a, a little bit tough there. What do you want to tell people about what you're seeing in, you know, short-term versus long-term, you know, uh, expectations? Not for share price, but just for the company's development. Yeah, thanks, George. You know what, the graphene industry is a nascent industry. Uh, I, I think some of the efforts out there uh, tainted the waters a little bit. Uh, there was a report out of uh, Singapore, where they analyzed the graphene from 60 different companies, most of them didn't have graphene, they had nanographite, and it really uh, muddied the waters for a lot of people. I think there were some people that invested early in the graphene space, and the returns weren't there. So I think we will have to uh, prove ourselves a little more to get the recognition. Right now, I think the other um, aspect that's making creating some pressure for us is we did raise three million dollars back in December as a flow through to do the 
bulk sample that we did that's permitting to fund the environmental assessment that we're doing. And those uh, became free trading, you know, a little over a month ago. And you know what, it's not everybody's gonna understand our story, especially the flow through guys. Um, so, you know, we've, we've just got to go through this process. And uh, for me, I think it's an opportunity for people to uh, look at the story right now and come in at some great valuations. And, and for everybody at home, the great thing is that, you know, a lot of people uh, sometimes stigmatize flow through and, you know, they're bad people because they, you know, they get the tax credit, which means they have a lower cost base. They can sell and still make money where others can't. But the fact of the matter is they're a very important part of the ecosystem without their money. Uh, you couldn't have done the bulk sample. Therefore, sending samples to partners and moving, you know, getting feedback and commercialization. You couldn't start the environmental uh, impact. Or at least it would have been a lot harder. Something you couldn't, but you would have had to go raise hard equity dollars. So, you know, you know are you comfortable with that, that sometimes you're going to get the positive and then some of the negative that goes with it? But long term, look, you're obviously a very, very big shareholder of the company. You have a great part of your net wealth invested, you know, invest in all this. Does it concern you at all when you see short-term you know, market dynamics like this? Or are you just so focused on the long-term that you don't even worry about it? George, we have a business plan. We have things that we need to do. And that, that funding permitted us to move forward on our business plan. We didn't want to delay anything. We accepted that we took that money. We've got to accept this here. Um, you know, we're having more conversations with institutional uh, investors lately. Uh, we're, you know, we're doing things to connect with high net worth investors and high uh, and, and uh, you know, banks and brokers and analysts. So we're starting to get into those spheres right now, tell our story. So, you know what, it, it's part of the, the, uh, the process that we have to go through. And you know what, it is what it is. Uh, it's not going to slow down where we're going. Yeah, and you said something, I think that was probably the most important point there. You just kind of mentioned it. Shareholders of the company have waited for so long that you want to move this ball along forward and just get to that commercial development, commercialization stage, no matter what the small dips in the meantime, because that's what everyone is here for. And so, and it looks like that's where you're going. So, you know, hats off to you and the entire team, because like I said, I don't have to blow smoke at you. We've known each other for a long time. Uh, but the fact, and everyone can see what you're doing. But the fact of the matter is, you guys are moving. Every time we're together, you got three or four great pieces of the puzzle that are happening. So I can't wait to see, you know, where this graphene solution is going to be two years from now. I'm ecstatic about where it might be. Thanks, George. Again, uh, we have a business plan. We know where we want to go. Uh, we've got great partners, uh, both at the university level. Some end users we're working with right now. Um, it's an exciting time. Uh, I'm having fun with this job, to be honest with you. We've got a team that uh, works together very well. It's, it's fun, uh, but we all have one goal in mind is to make Zen a big success. So it's, uh, it's making my job fun to work with these guys. And, and we'd be remiss if we didn't sign off, if, if we didn't, before we signed off, didn't kind of uh, pay homage to Don Bubar, who was your co-CEO when you guys you know, really came in and turned this ship around. And now you're the sole CEO. Uh, you know, what do you have to say about that and how it's a positive thing? Uh, and Don is still you know, there as an advisor to you. Yeah, you know what, Don was a great guy when we got started, and he's still, you know, helping us a lot. His own ventures have uh, been moving forward. He's actually looking at putting three different projects into a uh, small production scale. So the, the, he just didn't have the time commitment that we needed from him. Uh, but he's still helping us along. He stayed on the advisory board. Uh, he, he's there when we need him. So I'm just uh, 
happy to still have him on our team. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's been fun. I've enjoyed the team that we've built here. And uh, I'm enjoying my role as, as CEO of the company because of the team around me. It's making uh, my job fun. And uh, as you can see, we're moving on a lot of different fronts at the same time. And it, it, it's making it exciting for me on a daily basis to, uh, to work for this company. Well, fun equals product uh, equals equals productive, and that's what you guys are doing. So thanks for joining us today. Looking forward to having you back again because there's so much going on. There's no doubt about the fact that we're going to have you on again in a couple months to, to, to discuss a slew of things. But thanks for joining us today, Francis. That was a fantastic interview. Great information for everyone. Thanks, George. Always appreciate being here. Have a great day. You've been watching Francis Dubé. He's CEO of Zen Graphene Solutions, the company trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol Z-E-N, Z-E-N. Start doing your due diligence because, look, you've heard what we've had to say. You've watched what Francis had to say. There's obviously a lot going on. Get to Agoracom, punch in the company's name or stock symbol, read the profile information to summarize all this up. Watch this interview again because I'm sure you're going to need to watch it again just to, just to absorb things a second time. There's even a link to the company's website from there so you can go do your due diligence. Then get onto the forum, ask questions. You'll get your answers from Francis and the team. Everyone sees the question and everyone sees the answer. And to me, that kind of access says confidence. And, uh, and, if, and Francis and the team are definitely confident. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a fantastic day. See you next time.